And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Club Cafe Podcast. As always, I'm Pat McDermott, joined alongside by Dan Peck. Wiggle your big toe. Hey, it's your big toe. (laughs) And Chris O'Milly is also here. That's like Quentin Tarantino's wet dream right there. Um, Thank you guys for joining in. I am sick as shit. To borrow a line from Brian Danielson from Road Warriors, um, or whatever it's called, Wrestling Road Diaries. Road Warriors, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, it's Alex. Uh, I'm dead. <laughs> um, allergy season is here, and allergy season blows. I hate spring. Um, to help my wonderful sore throat, because I will not take advice from somebody like Shin in this case, because God only knows what he would tell me to do. Um, I'm drinking vodka while we're doing this, so this might turn into Chris is sick, and Chris is also drunk. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. Okay. Oh, and listen to the pie crust and talking talkies on Giant Media Ball. Yes, do that. Do all that. Cheap plug time. All right. So you guys ready for my top ten of cool things that happened in wrestling this week? I am. Okay, um, this is actually a pretty broad top ten because a lot of really good stuff happened this week. Like, a lot of really good stuff. And lots of broads! Boom, boom, boom. Alright, well, number ten. Number ten! Speaking of broads, um, this is actually... You big-titted animal! <laughs> this is actually a really simple thing that happened, but in order to build up this match that's happening at WrestleMania, they actually have the entire Divas locker room weighing in on the match itself about Jeez. whether or not it's going to be the Belgians or the office where they weighed everybody. No, definitely not. But it's a cool little thing to help make the match much more important because there it's the only title that isn't on the line. So the only sure thing after WrestleMania is that Nikki Bella will still be the champ. And they're using but, that terribly annoying theme, by the way, for that feud. Because they're back, back, back on top of the world. Oh, that that annoying theme. I yeah. thought you meant the div- the Total Divas theme. No, no. They're using the WrestleMania theme for that feud. They but made, my, like, a big three-minute video for it. Yeah. So they've got, like, you know, they've got the baby faces saying it's going to be AJ and Paige, and they've got the heels saying it's going to be the Bellas. And then all of a sudden, Emma pops up. I'm like, you're not on Total Divas. No, turn that shit off. Stop! Turn it off. Copyright infringement. We can't do that. So, uh, yeah, little thing, but it's helping make the Divas match important because the Divas are getting better, and therefore they're no longer piss breaks. That's and, a big shift. And therefore we're, not long, we're no longer getting title matches. They don't need a title to tell a story. <laughs> of course not. But they have All it right. anyway. Of course. All right, so uh, let's do number I'm not nine. sexist, Vince. <laughs> Number nine? (laughs) Number nine. Again, another little thing, but I am seriously digging Bray Wyatt's making this match with Undertaker incredibly important and a must-see, and he's doing it with just two to three minutes of just talking. Just talking? He's talking the talkie. I love the way they're building this. I really do. I, I sincerely hope Undertaker will be okay to compete 
but I really don't think they would even have considered doing if he wasn't ready. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the Bray-Taker match, and a lot of that has to do with Bray's build-up. It's kind of, it's really tough to have a feud with a person who's never on TV, see Triple H Sting. Um, but they're making it work. That's what's, that's what's cool about it. I think this one's working a little better. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're coming up with ways for them to work in these guys who can't be there week after week. But um, Bray Wyatt has done a better job than the WWE production team trying to make you think that The Undertaker's there when they're like, let's cue up his voice from 1997. Rest in peace, I don't sound like this anymore. <laughs> Russell Place time. At Wrestle Play Place. Wrestle for, Play Place. For Play Play, not for Real Reels. I wish be all about Wrestle Play Place. <laughs> you will rest in peace for Real Reels. Not for, for Real Reels. Not for Play Play. Oh, yeah. Foxy's in the house. Hey, Patrick, tomorrow's your birthday. <laughs> for Real Reels, not for Play Play. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> yes. I'm going to be Pat- WrestleMania 31 tomorrow. Happy work day, Patrick. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be play sign years old tomorrow. Oh jeez. Yeah. I stopped I stopped counting my birthdays now. I'm just gonna call them birthday <laughs> every year. Well, crap. When November hits, I might have to do the same thing because <laughs> that's that's wonder- the thing, right? Yeah, I wonder if that's what Vince did when he turned 31. He was just like, I'm gonna stop calling them. My blah 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 birthday. I'm just gonna call them birthday. Considering he's nearing seventy, he probably. Oh, is. I, I can't do that 60. because I'm already older than WrestleMania, so I have to like go into a time time machine to find out what they call it that year. You gotta get into a blue phone booth. Now he just calls them day. New day. By the no, way, you have, is that part of the top ten? The uh, what new day? God no, no. But say <laughs> so we could even clap better. <laughs> um, it was almost an honorable mention because it was really funny. We can clap better than New Day, and then they go. And then they clap better than New Day. <laughs> Fact. All right, let's do number eight. Number eight. Um, they have not confirmed this, but the heavy rumor is that Sheamus will either be a surprise entrant in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which means also <laughs> right, which will also have an NXT competitor in it, or Sheamus might be added to the IC title ladder match, and he'll heal it up during the match. Heal, heal. Because he's been returning for seven weeks now? He's been returning for quite a while, yeah. Um, so wait, I think that's cool. Why and would all, they add him to the IC title match when they've made this big thing about... It's only these, was it, seven competitors? Yeah. And they're these like, that's 15 final. Com- ten competitors. But uh, I could see him getting into the Andre Battle Royal. That would that would make sense because they haven't announced everyone who's in that. But this one seems like the match is set. And yeah. Just curious, 
what happened to the gold dust feud with Stardust? They just like moved him and transitioned him yeah, completely out of it. Gold, gold dust is in the battle royal, and Stardust is in the ladder match. Yeah, right, I'm not, but a, they I'm were not a fan of that. They were clearly building to another match. I mean, that was the point of the match at. Um, well, still, there's what Miz and Mizdow have been on the rocks for a month and a half, and they're not having the match either. Well, but they're both in the battle royal at least, right? Yeah, that's part of the storyline. But they split know. up this gold dust thing. It'd be great when it, when the payoff is at Extreme Rules a month too late. I feel like they uh, they said, "Oh well, we're not going to go at WrestleMania with that match now. We're just going because WrestleMania is what it's multi man matches, right? Like that's yeah. the whole card. It's Pat- WrestleMania two thousand all over again. Yeah, Patrick, would you say that they screwed the pooch on this one? I think they really screwed the pooch on this one. <laughs> um, the other I mean, cool they should at about- least apologize to Goldust because I have to stay here all night. <laughs> uh, the only other thing I want to say about my number eight pick here as far as entrance into these matches is that the NXT tournament, I think, is a really good idea. It'll be an access exclusive thing. The winner will be in the Andre match. The competitors is it going to be are- on the, the WrestleMania Today show? Probably. It's Hideo Itami, Finn Balor, Tyler Breeze, and Adrian Neville. And even though it seems like Itami and Balor would be the obvious picks, I feel like it's going to be either Breeze or Neville, because we were discussing that in the Club KFA forums. Uh, it's definitely going to be Neville. Yeah, those are the next two guys who are probably going to get called up, so it would make sense to have them in that match, have a strong showing, get a it's couple gonna of spots in. It's going to be weird, because it's going to have to bust off a top rope maneuver during a battle royal. Yeah, but you know what? What if it actually came down to someone like Sheamus as the winner and Neville as the last well, guy eliminated? That'd be the perfect way to bring him up to the main roster because you have the feud built in right there. Oh yeah, and he's Mighty Mouse. Do you think it's gonna be? Do you think it's gonna be harder or easier to do that move with the mouse ears on? Jeez, uh, it'll keep him in the air even longer. <laughs> and be- do you think he'll trip up on the cape a little bit? He won't need the mouse ears. He already has them. So is he gonna, uh, he's gonna be fucking <laughs> Mickey. Is that what you're telling me? Mickey Neville. God damn. All right. Oh, he wears uh, like these these big white gloves. All right, let's do number seven. Hey guys, happy to be on the main roster, huh? God no. Number right. seven. Whenever my grandfather got really angry, he turned into Mickey Mouse. Anyway, number seven. <laughs> All right, uh, Pat. I know you're going to be like, "Damn, you put this low on the list," but that's because there was so much good that happened this week. This would be the SmackDown Gauntlet match that happened to build up the IC title feud. Oh yeah, this is probably my uh, favorite thing. Well, this is probably my only thing worth talking about. Did you talk about anything else on SmackDown on your list? Yeah, the Diva promo. Oh, okay, so uh, the Battle Royal was awesome. Or excuse me, the Gauntlet was awesome. Uh, it really started heating up when they had Brian versus Luke Harper and right. Well, first they had Ambrose yeah. in with Stardust, and he run he ran through Stardust, he ran through Truth, and then Harper took him to the limit. So they built up Ambrose that way. Uh, Brian and Harper tore the house down, and then Brian and Ziggler friggin' tore the house down. Yeah. So let's talk about. What happened on SmackDown that was dumb? It was Seth. Ro- oh, first of all, Roman Reigns came out and he's like, "Hey, baby girls, I'm so strong." And Mark Henry, whoa, hey, he came out and was like, "You know, <laughs> you I are so ask- strong." Yeah, <laughs> I want to ask if you were strong last week, and you are strong. And then it's Seth like- Rollins comes out with Kane, and they're whoa, like, "Whoa, Seth Rollins and Kane are a gay couple." 
Yes, he, they came out together. Um, Seth finally. Seth Jacobs. Man, I thought we were actually going to talk about good stuff in this top ten, and you're bringing up some crap right now. Well, yeah, but I have to address this. So, they do the gimmick. Randy Orton isn't here tonight, and he's not gonna be here tonight. There's no way Randy in, Orton in before could Randy show Orton is there tonight, which means he's already and, uh, yeah. changed in the back. He's they, been there since noon. Schedule, well, yeah, either he's changed in the back, or he just entered the arena in his panties. Because guess what? In the main event, we're gonna do segment after segment of is Randall gonna be here? Uh, no, he can't get in the building. But, but you didn't talk about how the main event was going to be a tag match, but then Mark Henry got taken out, so yeah, he just yeah. isn't so doing like, anything since he returned. Yeah, Rollins and Kane were like, we're going to face both of you guys later. Mark Henry's like, I'll be in your corner any day of the week. And later in the show, Mark Henry's For days that end in Y. So, handicrappers, nope, it's not, because Randall comes out in his panties, and he RKO's everybody, and that's and the end LOL. of the show. Yeah, and Roman, Roman looks strong because he doesn't get RKO'd. Yeah, fuck SmackDown. Number six. Number six. Um, I'm just going to say NXT this week. NXT as a whole this week. In, in OGO? Yeah, they did it in the Arnold Classic, and the whole show was really good. They got Alexa Bliss over. Um, as the it was awkward girl. because the entryway was a, was a stage, and they didn't get the stairs over to, to over to the side. So everyone's yeah. like have to come out, and then they have to like walk for thirty more seconds before they get to the ring. <laughs> I didn't finish um, NXT yet, so I'm excited okay. to see the rest of it. Actually, my my highlights are. Um, the Owens and Riley match finish, which uh, you could spoil Pat, for me. Yeah, I won't tell ahead. you what happens, but if you think Alex oh. Riley won, lol, <laughs> that did not happen. Yeah, but um, that powerbomb was the most gimmick shit ever. The women's match was awesome, but my favorite part of NXT this week was Enzo's promo against Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy. <laughs> God damn! Hey, did you get? Did you at least see that part? I did not see that yet. Okay, I, I won't spoil it for you, but uh, we can talk about it in the comments here afterwards because okay. it's um, hilarious. Do we also, um, have... Enzo dyed his beard dark again, so he looks like he's normal again. Do we either have a talk about um, Randy Orton on Raw, or B questions about it later, or should I address it now, or should I wait? Egg. No, I, there's something coming up here. Okay. All right, let's do number five. Five golden things. All right, this is actually pretty cool, but Jimmy Jacobs is going to go work for WWE Creative. Jimmy Jacobs. Sounds and that's awesome. really cool for him. Um, hopefully that works out for him. Hopefully he actually contributes. I know a lot of people out there, as far as fans go, love to rip on the creative team, but let me tell you guys something about the creative team from people I know who actually work for WWE. Uh, the creative team is a lot like us. They are fans who want to write stuff to get the people over that the fans like. Do you know why we get so much crap on TV? Because it has to go it through has a big-ass white filter. It has to go through a huge yeah, friggin' filter. <laughs> It has to go through Triple H, Stephanie, Vince, and all of the agents and bookers like Johnny Ace. And Kevin Dunn. 
Kevin. The new day doesn't make it through the white filter. So every single time you guys rip on the creative team, you are completely wrong. They're probably writing shit that you would really enjoy, and it never makes it out of that boardroom. But who knows? Jimmy Jacobs might actually have some pretty good input. I mean, he's a pretty good worker, so he at least he's has been, some idea. Like, everything I've seen him in has been a great storyline. And seeing his, he's always been in the indies, I have to believe he has a major he prob- impact. He probably has some storylines input, are. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, like, yeah, so I gotta say, he's probably at least, if not good by himself, good as a partaker in ideas. Right. Alright, so good luck to him. Uh, number four. Number four. So this is when we can talk about it, but the ending of Raw with the cameo by Sting was awesome. Uh, they built up this <clears throat> or like Rollins match with the whole teaser angle. That was kind of okay, lame. Can I say, fuck this stupid, shitty, fucking waste of a storyline. This is the worst. <laughs> this Randy Orton storyline is terrible. Ever since Randy Orton has come back, I've been bored every time he talks or every time he is doing something involving Seth Rollins, except for when they involve John Stewart, who had a better segment and feud with Seth Rollins than Randy Orton could ever fucking hope to have. <laughs> So here's the thing, all right? Let's go back last year. Seth Rollins was our fucking wrestler of the year. He was involved in interesting feuds again and again and again and again and again, even with John Cena and Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose. And now he's involved with Randy Orton in not only a boring feud, but a dumb feud where Orton comes back and turns on him right away and then goes, LOL. I'm going to be friends with you guys. LOL, I'm just working you. LOL, here's an RKO. It's the dumbest feud headed into WrestleMania for a guy who has been absolutely white hot. And I cannot say that I... I mean, I, I think the match will be good, but I cannot say this feud entertains me in the least, and I feel like it's it, it hopefully better Are be you hotter. not sports entertained? I am not. It I is. am not fucking All sports right. Well, I'm glad you got that out because I want to talk about what my number four actually is, which is the ending segment where Sting appeared. Oh, yeah. You know what? I couldn't fucking wait to see the tandem of Randy Orton and Sting in the middle of the fucking <laughs> ring. Oh, my God. I've been Don't waiting. Worry. He, thought, he thought he was with DDP. Yeah, he's like, why did you just do the diamond cutter, little boy? But we also got an interview with Sting after the fact. Oh, yeah. And he said... Triple H. Oh, wait, no, he didn't. He said, this is my Sting voice, because I am Sting. Woo! He also wooed a few times, I noticed. He did, and then he did his uh, King Kong taunt. And then he said, <laughs> I agree, I agree. <laughs> I wish that happened. That would have been awesome. And then he agreed twice. But <laughs> Randy Orton even looked at him like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm... <laughs> the funny thing is, like... Did you see the, the meme? Uh, he's like, I'm here to take out the beatdown clan. Oh, wait, this isn't TNA. <laughs> uh, the thing about uh, on Raw, like, uh, they do all this stuff uh, with the with the authority, and you're like, are Vince and Stephanie not there? And then they show up in, like, in one segment in like the last hour, and you're like, oh, they are there. And then they're, they're talking, and I'm like, is Triple H, does he, he, 
he doesn't have a match for WrestleMania, does he? <laughs> then at the end of the show, oh yeah, Sting. <laughs> That's a thing. Anyway, oh. at least uh, at least the Sting and was... a guy I don't like as much as Lex Luger. So Randy Orton is the new Lex Luger. Oh God! God damn! They're gonna tag up forever. So he's gonna kill another beloved diva from the past. Wow. I thought the Dead Wrestlers edition was last week. And then he's going to bring the remains with him to an indie show that you happen to be in attendance for. Oh, wow. So history repeats itself. Dear oh, God. no. All right. <laughs> Number three. Number three. We got two Hall of Fame inductees this week. We got living legend Larry Zabisco and, and Tatsumi, Tatsumi Fujinami. Yep. So, awesome. Both deserving. Congratulations. Speaking I, of that venue where we were talking about uh, someone wheeling past, that was where I saw Larry Zabisco waving his 8x10s in front of his face and said, also makes a great fan, because nobody was buying his autographs. That was funny. I remember that. Nobody was at his table. That was so friggin' funny. It is funny, because he's such a legend. He really is, but like... Modern fans just don't know who he is. Well, that was like, remember the show we went to and Dusty, no one was stopping to get Dusty's autograph. He's like, fuck this, I'm going away upstairs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Assholes. And we were like <laughs> three people away from his table, and I was actually getting his autograph. I was like, fuck this, I'm going away upstairs and eat some donuts. Oh, I got some weird kids. <laughs> All right, uh, number two. Number two. Lucha Underground this week was the by far the best wrestling show that happened. Uh, Dan, did you catch it? <laughs> was the Pope shit in the woods? <laughs> all right, so the only three matches happened, but they were the all two of them matches. were major storyline enders. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, the first match was Drago and Aerostar were continuing their best of five series. Uh, they each have one victory here, and Aerostar picked up the W. Awesome match, a lot of cool high spots, and of course, since it's baby on baby, it was all reversals and technical wrestling, which makes for an awesome match. Uh, then we got Big Rick took on the crew in a three-on-one elimination, no DQ match, which was basically, as Stryker and Vampiro kept calling it, a prison fight. And Big Rick got the W by taking everybody out with Sexy Star interfering. Yeah, because when the guys tried to run away and Sexy Star's like, uh-uh, bitch. <laughs> nope. The best bitch. part is when he, when, he sh when he broke the kendo stick on the first shot and just kind of looked at it, he's like, whatever. It just kept using it. <laughs> it's just like a chunk of kendo stick just holding on with the tape. But then the uh, the main event was Phoenix and Mil Muertes in a... What did they call it again? It wasn't a casket match, even though it had the rules of a casket match. It was like a... Uh, it was like a... It was like... It was using that, that Death Day gimmick that is really popular in Mexico. But it was a friggin' bloody brawl. Phoenix got his mask like halfway ripped off his face and was bleeding all over the they place. They tore off the bottom turnbuckle. Yes. And then... Uh, and. Katrina was there, and you didn't know what side she was on. She got clotheslined hard. Yeah, she did. But freaking awesome match. Those were definitely the best wrestling that happened this week. And uh, the it was actually Phoenix who won the match 
when Katrina um, she licked, opened the, the yeah, she opened the casket so he could go in. Then she licked the stone that gives him his power and threw it in with him. And it's like, lol. And then all the all the Beetlejuice cosplayers came back out and wheeled him out. Yeah. Uh, and I remember Vampiro said something really friggin' stupid this week, but I can't Dude, remember. Dude, Vampiro says shit. I distinctly heard a shit. So. Damn it. I just broke. My feed just broke up. I missed everything you just said about Vampiro. Oh, Vampiro said shit. I distinctly remember. Oh, yeah, no, he did say shit, and they did not bleep it. That was right before the power bomb on the announce table. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh great, great shit this week. There's and times then, where you can tell, like. That they had him redo a line because you could you could tell the difference between a live, a live audio and, and well didn't were, <laughs> were you the one that told audio? me that they always have to re-record his audio because I he swears all the Shatter time said said that yeah and he swears all the time <laughs> I'm not surprised but you could tell like all of a sudden it like changes a little bit and you're like oh yeah oh yes all right guys and my number one favorite thing that happened in wrestling this week. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. At WrestleMania, I'm going to fuck up Roman Reigns. The end. The end. Goddamn, that Brock promo was friggin' amazing. That is how you use Brock Lesnar, though. You make UFC-style promos with him. Yep. You let you let Heyman cut the live promos, and you let Brock be in a studio for an hour, and then you cut together a promo. What was the other one? He was like gonna take on John Cena. He's like, I think I actually felt a tear in my eye. <laughs> my favorite line, of course, is, "Did you see what was running down Cena's leg? It was piss." Yeah. <laughs> but all those Brock promos are fantastic. I mean, if WWE, I don't know what's going on. If he's going to resign or or resign the or whatever. The rumor right now is that Mania Thirty Two is Rock. Versus Brock. We've seen that already. It's SummerSlam 2002. Honestly, I want Brock and Brian. That's the match I want. That's a match I've wanted since Brock re-signed. You'll probably get it, but not at a WrestleMania. It'll be like Punk, right? It'll be the for some reason. Yeah. It'll be Brock's only Raw match. Just squashing Daniel Bryan. Yep. Alright, um... Our listeners here have some topics they want us to discuss. Does anybody here have any thoughts on the new Adam Sandler movie called Pixels? Uh, uh, if it wasn't Adam Sandler, I would probably be first in line to see it. The thing is, like, I want to see it, despite Adam Sandler. Well, I also like Adam Sandler, but... If you I, told I me it was a Seth Rogen movie, I would I would yeah. see it. Um, aliens find a time capsule and use what's in the time capsule to attack us, and it's '80s arcade games. So friggin' Pac-Man, Centipede, and Donkey Kong are attacking the planet. It is indeed a ripoff of a Futurama episode, but it looks really freaking funny. Is it was it Disney or who's who's making it? Uh, Columbia. Oh, Columbia. Columbia. Uh, really? Columbia it's an Adam Sandler, Sandler movie, and it's not yeah. a Happy Adam Sandler with production. Kevin James, yeah. And Kevin James oh, is the well, president. Oh, can I be less interested? But the, the favorite part of the trailer is they have the president of Atari go and reason with Pac-Man, and he bites his hand. And then we realize Atari doesn't exist anymore. All right. Um, Chev so, wants to know if anybody... No on my part. All right. I'm going to see it. 
Uh, Chef wants to know if anybody saw Rey Mysterio's lackluster return to AAA. No. No. He hasn't wrestled what, in What did he do? Lift somebody's car and change a tire? <laughs> he hasn't wrestled in like... Someone got that. He hasn't wrestled in like a year and a half. And he well, hasn't wrestled... a AAA member. <laughs> he hasn't wrestled a, a true Lucha match in over 20 years. I mean, of course yeah, it's, so it's fucking probably going to be shitty. It's yeah. going to be shitty. And, and a lot of his later matches after like 2010 were all really shitty. Plus he's kind of held together by like pins at this point, right? Pretty much, yeah. You gotta have you have any duct tape. His entire one knee is all artificial. He's a terminator. Do you have any black tar heroin? <laughs> um, does anybody think the Roman Reigns speech after talking to Paul Heyman was better because of the two guys mocking him in the crowd? Oh my God! By the way. That new hustle, loyalty, respect, Roman Reigns, that I can, I will shirt, is terrible. <laughs> I can, I will. Ooh, ah. Oh, he will, all right. He's going to will all over your face. Ew. He's going <laughs> to, ooh, ah. I preferred William all over my face. And, of course, here's, a, here's something that everybody wants a thought on. Um... The fans in the front row that were forced to change out of their costumes or give up their front row seats. They want to know our thoughts. I um, don't really know much of this story. Like, wh- who are they dressed as? And They were just like, like Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair like and Flair, IRS. Boss Man, Warrior, IRS. It was like 80s wrestlers. Oh, it was all the people Weekly named last week. So they were like, they were following the theme of our show. That's what they of were course. doing. Okay. And then, like, half hour into the show, they're wearing uh, Roman Reigns t-shirts and shit. I can, I will. Um, a pic- the IRS guy pulled his tie out, though, so he had his tie out in front of it. <laughs> so why did they do this? WWE, From, is there a reason? The, the main reason I've heard is that Kevin Dunn is not a fan of people in costume being on camera. The whole time he feels like it's a distraction So they made them change because they were in the front row But like I've seen people In costume on hard camera Entire shows and they didn't change You're there to have fun And I mean there's people who That's like the most fun they have in their life Like there's the guy who At um, Continental or IZOD Would dress as Stone Cold and walk up and down The steps You know like that's, that's their one thing that they love To do I think that's kind of bullshit like, no, I think it is too. Everybody it's pretty not much kind agrees. of bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. They're not disrupting anything. If they were, you know, if they were like posing the entire freaking show or something like that. If they, yeah, if they were like that douchebag who ran in during Eddie and RVD's match and got knocked out, then yeah, then there's <laughs> like, totally yeah, right. the guy in the Hogan outfit who kept on doing the poses, and if the Ric Flair guy kept on wooing the entire show, that's one thing. But if they're just there. They're just chilling. Yeah. When they go to Japan. Guess what they show when they show recaps? They show, oh, look at all these cosplayers. Look at all these nerds. Yeah, which is funny because I think there was like one person in all of the group who actually sided with WWE and then ruined their argument by saying, well, we don't know their side of the story. I'm just going to side with them anyway, which elicited almost a riot in that thread. God damn. Yeah, I, I, don't, uh, I don't understand why, well... Because Kevin Dunn's not a fan. You could stop that he's not a fan. That's why. Not a fan, yeah. but been working in the business for 30 years. You know what he's yeah. going to do? He's going to take With away Kevin all Dunn. the uh, cool theatrics from Finn Balor's entrance when they bring him up. So get ready for that. Of course. Kevin Dunn also hates Daniel Bryan. 
Like, man, I got hit the lights each time you do this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> then I got All hit right. smoke in the ring. Supposedly, Kevin Dunn's successor is running in NXT, so... So, silver lining there. All right, um... Thoughts on the last episode of The Walking Dead, and please keep it spoiler-free for people who may not have seen it yet, because we actually have that as a request. Listen to the pie crust. There you, there you go. go. Yeah, they, they review they covered every it. episode. Yeah, they covered it on the pie crust, so there you go. Um, and uh, if you want to know my thoughts on it, message me privately, and I will tell you. It was gross. Um, here's an interesting question. Do we think that talents are getting passed over for whatever reason, but when you have somebody with weaknesses, they do everything they can to make this work? A.K.A. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Neither guy is the best talker, but they're pushing them both as beasts. Brock Lesnar has a legit cred, though. Um, actually, but Do you want your beast to be an eloquent speaker? <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, do you want Bobby Lashley? <laughs> I speak pretty well, <laughs> bitch. I am soft-spoken and hard-hitting. But um, I saw McFoley do stand-up this weekend, and speaking of the whole Brock thing, what was pretty funny is he did a bit on Brock Lesnar, and he talked about, he actually made a lot of sense. He said, you know, Brock was the perfect person to end the streak, and he went on this long diatribe. But the reason why is he's like, if I had ended the streak, you know, people just ripping on me constantly and hating me and telling me how much of a douchebag I was for ending the streak, they, you know, that would get to me eventually. He's like, Brock Lesnar doesn't have feelings. Brock Lesnar <laughs> is the perfect person to end the streak. And he did this long, whining speech, and then he got to the end, he goes, and I just want to say that Brock Lesnar doesn't give a shit about anyone here in his audience tonight. Um, but he's... Yeah. he's He's right. I mean, Brock Lesnar is a guy who does not give a shit. And if anyone could hold the emotional weight of ending the Undertaker streak and all the fans criticizing and hating him forever, probably is Brock Lesnar. It's because he can't read the tweets. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he can't read. He's he's he is a beast. He literally is what Paul Heyman says he is. Yeah. That's why it works. All right. Um, do you think there's any merit to the rumor that Brock would actually retain at WrestleMania because the fans aren't buying into Roman yet? I would actually be. He, he's I'd, dropping the title. I'd be legitimately shocked if Brock retains at WrestleMania. Like legitimately shocked because I just don't see it happening. Then again, last year. Oh yeah, <laughs> we were all like, "LOL, Brock's not going to end the streak," <laughs> and yeah, you did it. <laughs> when he when he even got in the ring was screaming, "Oh my God, you actually did it!" Yeah. I, think he was, I don't think yeah. he knew what the finish was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, another quick thing about Brock Lesnar from the uh, Foley stand-up show. He goes, um, "My my son asked me on a car ride one time. He's like, Dad, who do you think would win a fight between you and Brock Lesnar?" And he said, "Son, Brock would kill me." <laughs> and it, he said, "Well." He asked him again. He goes, I don't think you understand this. He's like, he would kill me. We wouldn't be on this car trip right now because I would be dead. You, you, and you, and you would not be in this car because I would be dead. We would not be going on this vacation right now. And then he said he looked back an hour later, and his son's crying a bit, and he goes, Dad, what if there were barbed wire? And he goes, 
then I would have killed him. <laughs> so, um, moral of the story is if you can go see Mick Foley do his stand up routine, it's awesome because it's kind of like it's not really stand up, it's kind of like Kevin Smith does with an evening with Kevin Smith, and there's just jokes in there that happen to be part of the story. So, go, go see Mick Foley perform, support him. Awesome. All right, um, because St. Patrick's Day has passed, who are your favorite Irish wrestlers? Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Finn Balor and Becky Lynch. Finley Balor. Finley. Well, yeah. I think Fit Finley is definitely, like, the best Irish wrestler. Uh, Seamus. Yeah, sure. I like Seamus as a wrestler. I do. Everything I, I hope else? he'll turn re kind of recants him, though. And, uh... And Vince McMahon. And the last, the last topic here WWE is... WWE uh, champion Vince McMahon. WWE champion Vince McMahon. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the mindset of you don't like what you think you like, you like what we tell you to like mindset of pro wrestling when it comes to pushes? I think that's going to go away once Vince is not the the funnel anymore. I think that's funny because they tell you the exact opposite all the time, and uh, it's kind of this... Unspoken rule. And then Batista wins the wins the Royal Rumble. And right, every time they tell you that you make you choose the direction the company goes, and then they give you like one guy. Like they gave us that whole thing with CM Punk, and you know it was kind of like the undertone that whole year. Like we're still doing John Cena in the main event versus John Laurinaitis and versus whoever else. But CM Punk's your champion. I mean, you got that going for you, right, guys? So they kind of give you what you want, but they don't really. Like right now, the Intercontinental Championship is they're trying to give you what you want in that. Because they sure as hell ain't giving it to you in the in like the main three matches of WrestleMania this year. <laughs> Which, ask me a question, because I asked you guys this uh, in a private chat. When was the last time you were legitimately hype for the WrestleMania main event before the show started? Oh shit! Did I? Um, I think I said WrestleMania twenty. <laughs> that's what you said. Yes. You're actually I, I, looking I am, forward to the main event before the show starts. I, I am gonna have to go with WrestleMania twenty. Yeah, that's fucking think, sad. So ten years. <laughs> it's eleven years. That's okay. You but know, I keep it's play sign years. Yes. I, and you're talking main main event. I guess you know. Only I, one match goes last. Yeah, yeah. So I could kind of say 26. Unless you're WrestleMania 9. <laughs> I kind of say 26 for Taker and HBK part due, but uh, not as much as WrestleMania 20. I was really hyped for that match, especially after like four or five hours, however long that pay-per-view was. That was four a ridiculously and a half, long card. Four and a half. We watched that pay-per-view with the shades. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. And then we had uh, the most disappointing match along the way, Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. Give me Goldberg! Oh, God. Goldbarge. And now, I can't can't end this part of the show without giving a shout-out to Grand Slam Wrestling regulars Brute Van Slyke and Jay Freddy. They are going to Japan. Really? Indeed. Uh, This was actually... 
This is actually something that I was told privately and was told not to discuss it for obvious reasons. But uh, Squared Circle Wrestling made this official announcement. They are going to Wrestle One in May. So oh, congratulations. One, huh? Yep. So congratulations to them. They absolutely deserve it. And I think they're going to tear the house down just like they always do they when can, they work GSW. They and big shout-outs to our Club Kayfabe crew that came out to the GSW show last Saturday, including Big Jan Batista and Robbie Douse, Don Maria, Waha, Glenn Kukin, and Scott Glacier, who all of his photos are all over the GSW page Ooh, now. Took more photos than people who are paid to take photos at wrestling <laughs> yeah. shows. The best part is that it started off with Scotty just taking pictures from the crowd, and then he's like, hey, you guys have a problem if I take pictures from the stage? So, of course, I asked the guys in charge. They're like, no, that's cool. Let him up there. And then next thing I know, he's at ringside because Eric Pinhat's like, dude, what are you doing? Go to ringside. Take photos there. So, like, he evolved throughout the night from fan and crowd taking photos to ringside photographer. And Scott Glacier got, like, two promotions throughout the evening. <laughs> Did he get a handshake and a hot dog? Yeah, no, this is GSW. We don't get that. Ooh. You get you get cold pizza, which makes you ill and Applebee's ah! afterwards. <laughs> Speaking it's of being ill and unable to go to Applebee's, yeah. Well, cold pizza only makes you sick if Stevie's not going to be there afterwards. But oh, we already right. learned that Stevie is there all the time. That's well, how we got his go phone call there. from his brother <laughs> to go to <laughs> to go to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> there, speaking of meeting someone at Applebee's, it's time for Troll Truth. God. All right. So I feel kind of bad for our pal Siobhan Ferguson here because he's part of this group called the Midcard Mess, and the people in there are all messes, for Christ. But this Gabriel Castillo person keeps popping up and is just the, sh it's the shittiest person. So pissed off about the what happened with... Uh, the Kevin Owens, Alex Riley spot from NXT. Because the pop-up powerbomb Riley looked like pure gimmick shit. I don't believe for a second he could beat Riley. Maybe one day Owens will wrestle without a shirt. Probably not. Fuck you. Freaking <laughs> pop-up powerbomb is like one of the most legit moves ever. There's like no way to half-ass that. Follows it up by saying... The shirt is a, math, a symbol of his diet of cheese fries, funnel cakes, and root beer. If he got in the gym and eat healthy, then maybe he could loose his spare tire. Obviously doesn't understand the entire point of the performance center. Yeah. I kind of wish that Gabriel Castillo would get in the ring with Kevin Owens just so that he would get his neck broken. So fucking dumb. The whole point of <laughs> Kevin Owens' gimmick and wearing the shirt and not being in tip-top muscle man shape is is that he's a badass am i right i mean that's the point that's the gimmick who, thought, who actually he, thought alex riley should beat or would beat him like i don't dude hasn't you know wrestled in over two years yeah you know who wasn't a friggin tip-top guy all muscle bound king haku and you know what he did he bit a guy's nose off he's the he's widely regarded as the most badass guy ever in wrestling I wonder What's if Kevin up? Owens, I wonder if you would call him a fat, skinny ass. 
I'm gonna kick your fat skinny ass. <laughs> skinny fat ass, fat skinny ass. Well, he's gonna have a feud with Triple H eventually because he's like Triple H's main boy. So he's probably like, I'm gonna bring you up to the main roster and then I'm gonna feud with you. You know what, Kevin Owens? You're gonna fall. Owen will fall. I mean, Owens will fall. I don't think he would be that tasteless, but maybe Vince would. Yeah. Owen's gonna fall. Fall, Owen's fall. Yeah. He's <laughs> white. Like pristine snow. <laughs> but he snow is French-Canadian. Why, so. why do you encourage so, so many dangerous working conditions? Damn it, it's just fun to watch other people suffer. Good lord. Oh, he's Mr. Schadenfreude. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what you describe. Oh, okay. Taking yeah. pleasure in the misfortunes of others. God. Trolls are terrible people, but unfortunately, a lot of them have access to WWE's official Facebook page. Because yes. they have access to the internet. <laughs> yup. This week, we're looking at a post about five surprising hardcore champions. It's a video, but the uh, preview picture is of uh, of uh, Dead Man Ink Undertaker Biker Taker. Oh, when he had that pen business, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, someone did write Dead Man Ink that way because <laughs> fucking. Recently. Oh, I've spoiled the gimmick. <laughs> uh, anyway, this tattoo shop, Dead Man Ink. The hardcore title should be brought back, although in the PG era, it wouldn't be that good. Oh, so it should come back, but it won't be good. Great. Great input. So they really shoot down their own idea and like, <laughs> within the they, same sentence. Thanks, Instead moron. of deleting the comment altogether, they follow through. Good lord. Next. The dead Ooh, man girl. is returned to after long times? <laughs> He's going to dead you long time? The dead man is returned to after long times. I return you long time. I return you. I return you long time. His the king legend. <laughs> okay. Two hundred dollars to six hundred dollars every Friday. Ask me how. Us and Canada only. Because it's lowercase, right? Yes, it's a lowercase <laughs> s. That's great. And the truest and our last comment this week. Proper wrestling in a proper era. Well. Hardcore monocle. <laughs> oh, the, pro the proper era. Hitting each other with, with cheap cookie sheets is proper wrestling. Of course. I love that clip from ECW when Tommy Dreamer gets a blueberry pie as a weapon, so he eats it before he uses it as a weapon. Which is, if he was in the program with Jack Swagger, he would have taken a bite of the Swaggy. Oh my god, the friggin' Swaggy. Big Show didn't, and it was dumb. And then he killed Jack Swagger's any chance of being pushed ever again, really. And then he finally got another chance. Hey, Jack, how about a feud with Big Show? That'll help get you over as a world champion. 
Oh crap! You're not over at all. We better take the title off you quickly. Oy. Big show gonna kill your push. All right, guys, it is time to play points or buried. Pob. Oh. Pob. Oh, and by the way, screw everyone who skips the whole show just to come to this segment. That's cool that you guys are all into playing and all, but when you skip to this part and then don't know who the guest of the show is, it's because you're not listening to the rest of the show. And you are the worst. You deserve negative, negative points. points. Yeah, right. Change approved. Yeah, next time this happens, you're getting negative points, you jerks. All right, so now they're not the, even gonna, now that now they just they'll do it, but they won't tell anybody. Yeah, of course, it, no. right? All right, so here's the deal. You guys are all familiar with loot crate, right? Get, yeah, yeah, cool all those nerd things. stuff. Loot mail. crate, loot crate. <laughs> yes, that. Um, they also have a build your own fandom crate where you can like tell them what kind of fandom stuff you want in there. A lot of people are doing it as a trial right now and waiting to hear how well that turns out because I'm thinking about signing up for it myself. So I was wondering what other kind... This was inspired by a conversation we had with Joey Image where we came up with the Image Crate and started naming things that would come in it. And that inspired this game. Nipple Blades. So what I asked you guys to do is to come up with your own crate for somebody and then you had to list three to five items that would come in that crate. And everyone obliged. Are you guys ready? Black baboon. Yes. Yes. Okay. So the first crate we have is the Triple H crate with half a bottle of water, a sledgehammer, and a shovel. Wait, wait. So is Triple H getting this, or is this a crate you get from Triple H? This is this is his themed crate. Oh, okay. Okay, I would give points to that. That's true. That's okay. also thing. true. Yes. So points to Dylan Mushaw. Okay. Next is the. Oh, Christ. Bring him in here. This is the racist crate. Comes with a white hood in place of the usual t shirt, a signed and certified letter from the Grand Dragon of the KKK allowing your membership, six foot length of rope for all the lynch and fun, and finally, a fold out sign that reads, Hands up, shoot anyway. Yeah. <laughs> God yeah. damn. I'm gonna order uh, like 15 of those just only, for me. Yeah, only 15. <laughs> well, I don't want to get all of my. Uh, what happens if I spill spaghetti sauce on my uh, my hood? <laughs> well, you don't have to wear it when you're eating dinner, Vince. When when is it not customary to wear the hood anymore? Also, also the hood, the your hood covers your above. entire face as well. And there's only holes of the eyes. So you're going to always get spaghetti on them if you're going to be... Uh, well, I pour searing hot magma-like pasta sauce down my eye holes. Okay. <laughs> Explains a lot about you, actually. <laughs> so what did you think of the racist crate? Racist uh, points? <laughs> I'm going to buy 15, so that's uh, uh, racist points. Uh, yeah, that gets racist and real points. Okay, so it gets 100 points because yes. racist points don't count for Plus shit. racist points, which <laughs> is zero. Right. That was Glenn's entry. Good job, Glenn. It's Glenn Tree. Yes. Okay. Next is... Oh, Christ. It's just the Von Erich crate. Includes, oh. de- includes depression, a bottle of painkillers, a loaded gun, and a prosthetic leg. Oh, my God. I love how oh depression God. is part of it. <laughs> That's the best part. 
God damn. Oh my god. Because you have to deal with the fact that you bought it, so that's why depression's included. <laughs> yes, this gets points. Yes, that was uh, Matt Awesome's entry. That's an early candidate for a winner. God damn. All right. Next is the Mantor crate. An unbelievably stuffed large bullhead, black face paint, a shit brown leotard, and ring rope wrench to allow you access to the ring because creative didn't consider how difficult it'd be for a person to enter the ring wearing a Jesus big fake bullhead. Huh. So you're basically getting the Mantar gimmick in a box. Yep. So so no points. <laughs> so in other words... Oh, it's buried. So I guess he didn't well this week. I see you used your Triple H crate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, my throat hurts, so I won't be able to do this next impression, but... One of you can fill in for me. This is the Ross Crate. Comes with barbecue sauce, a smile, and fruity, 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 delicious, delicious, fruity, by God, they're fruity Skittles. Back out, back out, fruity, delicious, delicious, fruity Skittles. Of course. Barbecue hat. Barbecue, uh, no points. Oh, damn. Barbecue hat, cowboy sauce. No points, huh? Pat remembers the, the, the barbecue hat and cowboy I do hat. remember barbecue hat. Too bad this didn't come up last week. I'm sure that would have been a thing that we would have said. <laughs> Barbecue hat. All right, so no points then? Fuck out there, fruity Skittles! So then what happens here? Oh, it go gets buried. And also he gets a go fuck yourself. Yes. Wow. Chev, you really got to make a comeback, dude. No, he struggled <laughs> in the middle of last year. You're like you're like uh, you're in a feud with Randy Orton right now. You were white hot, or you, you were uh, <laughs> you were half hot, half white, half black. Oh, I get it. No, wait, he's black half. Oh, he's black half. Yeah, he's black half. That's right. <laughs> so he's. All right, I can't even do that joke anymore. Midgets. Good lord. All right, next he's is a the, belligerent. Yes. Next is the Glenn Jacobs crate. Comes with a drill, fake gasoline, a box of matches, a mask, and a suit. So it comes with all his gimmicks. But no... Uh, just a regular drill, not, not, not a dentist drill. Just a regular <laughs> drill. <laughs> <laughs> There's no key for the, um, the church where they had Katie's body, right? It's me, Kane. God, no. Triple oh, so H no points because the key isn't there. Oh, and no, no uh, new mask. Well, Jeff Trellowitz, we can buy your book on Amazon, but as far as this game is concerned, you are... Not point ninety nine. I mean, buried. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can get his book for point ninety nine. All right, next is the Suicide Squad crate. Includes the Von Erics, the Renegade, Mike Awesome, Crash Holly, Canyon, and Chris Benoit. Oh, that's more than five items. Wait. Just dead bodies in a crate? Yeah. Wait, wait. They say Crash Holly? Yeah. Ain't Crash Holly didn't commit suicide, you dumb fuck. No points. <laughs> no, his was ruled an accidental overdose, wasn't it? 
Yeah, no, he didn't try to fucking kill himself. You're a piece of shit. No points. Wow. Sorry, he succeeded Monty. in doing so. Oh, wow. Yeah, you are a piece of shit. I mean... <laughs> oh, man. So Monty just got... Oh, Jim Ross is back. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Good lord. Buried. Suicided. He got manicked. Okay. The next crate on our list is the work crate. And yes, it's spelled work crate. Includes knee pads, wrestling tape, and the dynamite kid Tom Billington. Aww. He's just in there in his wheelchair. <laughs> I like that it's actually spelled work crate. Aw, that's going to get some points. Some pointsies. That was Dan Dahl's entry. That was a good one. The work crate. All right. Next is the uh, the Jeff Hardy crate, complete with torn pantyhose, most of a burned dog skin, oh. a, a jealous older brother, a ladder, and paint to put eyeballs on your eyeballs. <laughs> Disclaimer, not available outside the U.S., Okay, you, I I was really worried you weren't gonna get to eyeballs on eyeballs, so this gets points. Yes, that was Joe Collier. I love actually. the I, I, actually I like the addition that it's not available outside, not available the, US. outside the U.S. Because <laughs> he's got a record, drugs, <laughs> All right. aluminumies. Next is the uh, the uh, Steiner box. This contains steroids, a Michigan jacket, blonde dye, thongs, and an arrest record. Rick Steiner not included. <laughs> should include a one-way street sign too. It also, should include a atlas of all the all the countries he's wrestled. I'm gonna give that, yes. I'm gonna give that points because it's a Stein, it's for both Steiner brothers, right? It's, no, it's Rick Steiner not included. Oh. oh. That's, that's, That's my right. favorite part. <laughs> He's not in the crate, but it could be. <laughs> All right, that was yeah, Chris Wright's entry. Good job, Chris. All right. Next is the Undertaker crate. It's dark, and I can't tell what's in it, but I feel sand, and it took me five minutes to open it. It's a lot of dead air right now. Somebody say something. Dead air. Buried alive. Uh, Joseph Myers just got buried alive. That's not cool. Sorry, Joseph. Okay. Next up is the Charles Wright crate. Contains a pair of panties, some fight gloves, a voodoo skull, and a joint. Here are your gimmicks. Okay, this is like the fourth time this has happened. No points. Alright. Sorry, Josh Anderson. No points. Next is the Owen Hart Chicken McNugget Happy Meal Box. Comes with a parachute, bungee cords, and a do-it-yourself last will and testament kit. No points. It's a Chicken McNugget box, but it doesn't have any Chicken McNuggets. No points. You know, I want the because McNuggets. Because he's not a nugget, right? Of course. But why would it be? <laughs> why would it be advertised as being McNuggets, but not have nuggets because he's not a nugget? Oh, Joe Mad Dog Needle gets no points there. Uh oh. Oh, wow, there goes his entry. His loot crate just hit the floor. Chris is so pissed. He's like, I don't want Let this loot crate. Let the loot crate hit the floor. Let the loot crate hit the floor. 
Hey, Why would a loot crate have food in it anyway? T- time out a second. I'm not pissed. You're going to make everybody bury me again. Stop it. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm pissed and I threw it on the floor because we're here oh. in the studio. <laughs> yeah, Pat. Woo! All right. Next is the hey Just like man crate. If you said Monty Crash Holly didn't commit suicide, he would have been like, Chris, you're a piece of shit. And I'm like, fuck you. You're an idiot. And he's going to be like, woo! <laughs> That's how it always works. All right. Next is the hey man crate. Comes with kidney stones, loneliness, <laughs> a, a DVD copy of Avatar, because there's no difference, man. And it all comes in an Xbox One box that you can keep in your closet. You know, hold up. I'm going to give you points. However, I would have liked if this also included Axe <laughs> Shower Gel. Aww, yeah. That was from Matthew Anderson. Wow, kid- <laughs> includes kidney stones. That That is a, a hey man thing that not everyone knows, right? I think you should uh, take a moment here because we're actually running early on time and tell that fun st- little story. <laughs> a fun story. He had kidney stones. End of story. <laughs> he's like well, 20-something and he's had kidney stones already. Yeah, that, that's pretty much the story is, well, he doesn't drink water. He only drinks soda. He actually, I never understood this, but hates water. Thinks it's the worst beverage ever. Guess what? Guess what all those beverages you drink are made up of? Guess what 100% of all beverages are made of? Guess what a lot of the earth is made up of? I guess this is kind of appropriate. Did you know he's hydrophobic? Well, that all makes sense now, doesn't it? He's also allergic to seafood, he says. Which I think I wonder if it's because it lives in water. I don't know. I'm allergic to seafood, too, but... According to him, he is violently allergic to fish. And it will kill him. It won't kill me, it'll just upset my stomach, but... It will kill me! Someone sneaks some fish in his plain cheese pizza. God damn. (laughs) Hey, man, trophies. <laughs> All right, moving on here. Uh, this is the Coco Beware crate. Comes with a oh, nice entry, Dens. <laughs> comes with a comes with a well, you're right. Comes with a cassette tape of Talking Heads song "Burning Down the House," a fire extinguisher, a bucket of fried chicken, and a stuffed parrot that says, "Get me out of here" when you squeeze it. I think it'd be great if uh, it said "Get me out of here" till you open the loot crate. <laughs> so I will give it points, though, even though I <laughs> I know it is dens. So you are giving it points. Yes, of course, because it's a Coco Beware joke. <laughs> Remember the one time somebody made a Coco Beware joke that it wasn't dens and it got no points because it wasn't funny. Yeah, I love when I love when people try to steal other people's thunder and then fail miserably. Yep. All right. This is the Jerry Lawler crate. It comes with a crown, a Hardee's triple cheeseburger, a defibrillator, and a collection of fake IDs from his past girlfriends. Wow. So it's, it's his gimmick in a box again. <laughs> I love that it includes the burger and then the defibrillator when he has the heart attack. Which, again, so he didn't have the heart attack over. because he ate burgers. He had the heart attack because he got hit in the heart 12 times in 10 seconds. 
Uh, yeah, a doctor yeah. said I can eat whatever I want, Cole, so fuck you. <laughs> let's uh right. let's give that points. Alright. Points to Matt Hardman. Fuck you, Cole. <laughs> okay. Next is the Roman Reigns crate. This comes complete with blue eye contacts, a paper saying <laughs> you are Momoan, and a little box of frosted cheery ooh. <laughs> wow, this person's a great listener. <laughs> yeah, this gets points. That would be Taylor Chadwick. Right. My favorite Chadwick. <laughs> the superior Chadwick. One? Well, there, there was a Chadwick on the real world? No, Road Rules. He, there was a Chadwick on Road Rules. Okay. Yep. This is the CM Punk crate. Comes with a Z-Pack, a can of Pepsi, a G.I. Joe figure, but the subscription will randomly stop arriving at a certain time. Huh. Oh, well, CM Punk quit. Huh. He's a quieter. So, no uh, points. So what happens to this entry then? Oh, they get buried. It was Andrew Whitaker's entry. Do I have uh, nothing against the guy? <laughs> All right, this is the Goldberg crate. A oh. copy of <laughs> a copy of Wolfenstein's Spear of Destiny, autographed yarmulke, an actual jackhammer, and a coupon <laughs> to his favorite Chinese restaurant. Wow, it's so Jewish. <laughs> what a Jewish crate. <laughs> I know somebody else who thinks that this whole thing was funny. Yeah, should throw in some gefilte fish in there. God, you pronounced it right in everything. <laughs> yeah, good job, Vince. Yeah, maybe some uh, some borscht. Why? Why borscht? Yeah, Jews love borscht. Damn, I mean, this stuff would kill on the borscht belt. Yeah, matzo ball soup in a crate. It's just soup in a crate. Good lord. Oh, I didn't see where we were on the countdown, but this is the biggie countdown now. That was the first one. Oh, so I'm going to give that points. Yes, that's Ellis Holmes' entry. Wow. All right, that was the first He can part build a home out of those points. Of course he can. He can live in the crate. Oh, that's why he bought the crate. So he <laughs> can course. live in the crate. All right. And now he can eat, too. Because he's got his muscle balls. Goldberg's favorite Chinese restaurant. <laughs> I hope it's local. All right. Uh, for this next one, can you at least let me read the whole thing before you bury it? Wow. <laughs> it's, the, it's the it's the Mick Foley box. Comes with a mankind mask, a dude love shirt, cactus jack tights, a Santa Claus coat, and a Hall of Fame ring. Okay. Are you done? Yes. No points. <laughs> okay. So right. you're. Buried, and you only get Triple H voice. <laughs> that was CJ Hardman's entry. I'm not surprised. Go fuck yourself. He was, he, was not back. he was not happy that I did not do an intro for him at the show. Because I did one for Jeff the Ref, because he brings a 
He brings a group of fans and they because pop for him. he asked you or whatever. He, he also did ask me, yeah, so he could get the pop, and I did it for him. And he's like, "How come you never do that for me?" I'm like, "Because nobody knows who you are and nobody cares." And he got really pissed off at that. Oh, he reacted to that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't react to some other things that happened, but that's a different story. Anyway. They sell uh, that with a front bump, too? Yeah. <laughs> so next up is the Money in the Bank crate. This one comes with a piggy bank shaped like a briefcase, tickets to the next Money in the Bank pay-per-view, which are paid for by John Cena. Uh-oh, he bought you a ticket. Oh, that uh, means you don't get to say whatever you want because somebody else bought your ticket. <laughs> uh, weed from RVD, a stuffed goat from Daniel Bryan, and Trojan Magnum condoms from Seth Rollins and his huge cock. What What from Daniel Bryan? A uh, stuffed goat. Oh, okay. I heard stuff, and I was like, wow, way to be specific. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Things that Daniel Bryan has, like books. Not a TV. <laughs> Not soda. Yeah, no points. Uh oh. That was Jason Shin's entry. Well, it must have been a really bad uh, a game this week. <laughs> yeah, the game was bad, not the entry. All right. This is the Hulk Hogan crate. Comes with a bottle of vitamins, a bandana, and a pair of Bubba the Love Sponge's wife's panties. <laughs> oh, no. That's great! That's fantastic! He's so full. <laughs> that was so great because it was just two things that you're like, yeah, it's an usual Hulk. Wow, that was good. Nice swerve, Vince Russo. Points to Vince Fucking Russo. Swerve. That was Don Mario. That was good. Does it matter Vince Russo was on the board <laughs> with 100 points? Vince Russo just stole Don Mario's points. <laughs> Vince Mario. Fucking swerve. You thought the points were yours. <laughs> Don Russo. Can you please put Vince Russo on the scoreboard? God damn. With 100 points? Fuck no. And, Vince and Russo will not. Kennedy? Vince Russo will not be in Club Kayfabe. Is that, is that just a swerve? <laughs> Fuck it. No, goddamn. <laughs> I've been Vince Russo all along. Bro. Bro. You got to you got to push that evilese. <laughs> and your final entry is the Chavo crate comes with a text letting you know the dogs are by the pool, a really forgettable run as ECW champion, a terrible hotel experience, and a shadow you'll live in for your entire career. So you just get Chavo in the box. (laughs) It's a Chavo in the box. Aww. Doesn't that already come in the Von Erich box? The depression, right? Aww. Chavito. I'm going to give that points. All right, Stephen Arthur, you get points. And that was your last entry, so now you got to pick a winner. Von Eric Box. All right. Dan? Von Eric Box. <laughs> Matt McFarlane. Matt Awesome, you are the winner. A winner is you. And that, my friends, 
It's the end of our show. But I want you guys to listen up, because here's what's happening next week. Regular show, going to air at the regular time. But Sunday morning. We are not previewing WrestleMania on the regular show. No, we are going to do a WrestleMania special Sunday morning. Uh, time will be determined at some point during the week. Keep an eye out and for it that. It will probably be like a 10 a.m. though. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like a 10 or 11 a.m. Because pre-show starts time. at 5, and a whole bunch of people are going to Chris's house, so that means they're all leaving by like noon or some shit. Yeah. Joey, so. and, Joey Image and Big Jan Batista are, are definitely coming over. Um, so here's the deal. The, it's going to be an exclusive on this. We're going to have a little, couple little bonus stuff to do. But uh, the big thing is we're going to do live comments and questions during the show. So we'll have a thread set up in the Club Kayfabe group for you guys to participate in. So if you're listening live, which you should be, it'll come up in the archive. But there's not really any point of listening to it because by the time it, it's archived, uh, WrestleMania will probably be over. So no point in the preview. Also, so, also please go and go to the straw poll and vote for your favorite WrestleMania. Yes, there's because a reason am, we're doing that. I am that. closing the poll this coming Sunday, so we all have a week to prepare with what we're yes. doing with it. So um, when you when you post the when we post in the group, provide the link for everybody. Yeah, I'm gonna put the link in the um, description. Okay, cool. Yeah, make sure you guys do that. There's a reason why we want you to vote for that. So that'll be part of the special too. All right, and that will conclude our show this week. Hooray! <laughs> Both yeah. of them with the hooray. Bye. Sexual. <laughs>